And what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Beto. Woo! And also, thank you for bringing me this What You Need to Know, which Beto tipped me off on <laughs> yesterday. So, yes, What You Need to Know is brought to you by Beto Duran. <laughs> kind so, of. stay with me on this, okay? Right-handed reliever Eli Morgan picked up his third win of the season last night for the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland who, Alert! Yep, Cleveland Alert, who beat the Oakland A's 3-1. to one. Today, Morgan pitched a perfect ninth to close out the 6-1 victory for the Gardos to complete the three-game sweep. Why do you need to know this? Because Eli Morgan is George Sedano's neighbor. Yeah! Residing in <laughs> his is? neighborhood in Redondo Beach. Yep. Uh, uh, He's close enough. Paulo Verdes. Yeah, close so enough. He, well, I don't want to give away, like, you know, where exactly where you live. It's a big town, don't yeah. worry. Yeah, it, it, there's, like, different levels to it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, just trying to keep it a little somewhat... Yeah, so uh, I did give this one to Lindsay because Morgan was pitching the other day. And yeah. I look, I'm like, that guy sounds familiar because... I'm a big, like, keep track of the Daily Breeze guys and everything else. So mm-hmm. he went to Peninsula High. okay. And he lives in Redondo now. So nice. that's the area. So Morgan went to Peninsula, didn't get drafted out of high school, Yeah, walked on at Gonzaga. Yeah. And, like, Gonzaga no way. blew up, yeah. started throwing hard, right. gets drafted in the eighth round. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, they're bringing... So we're, he's a South Bay guy, just like you. Yeah. Uh, Indians guy, like Lindsey. Guardians. Oh, yeah, Guardians, sorry. Yeah. But he was... Scouted by my buddy Carlos Muniz, who oh. works in the Cleveland's front office. No way. So we all got a connection to Morgan. And then I texted uh, uh, Low yesterday some stuff. I'm like, hey, who's this guy? Can we adopt him? Can he be the show guy? Can he be our guy? He's like, yeah, he's, he's a character to put one with. I love it. Now, if the, well, the Gardos already played. Um did they play the Angels already? No, they'll, well, they'll, they play them at home. They'll be back here in September. And I, I want to go to that game the Road 9th. trip. We should, uh, yeah, we should. Maybe we have them on the show. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go to that game. I for mean, sure. if he's a South Bay kid, yeah. might as well. Also, Peninsula. And his dad, his dad used to yeah. work at the LA Times. Yep. Right. He was a deputy sports editor for oh, the LA Times. Yeah, then we should Dave definitely Morgan. have him on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so cool. there you go, people. Gives you a reason positive to Cleveland alert. There you They're go. All positive, Beto. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Un- unfortunately, if they were all positive, you wouldn't be such a miserable sp- sports fan some days. I mean, like I said the other day, we we won our championship on the, what was it, the 19th? That was the anniversary yeah. the other day. Yeah. You Liz, guys laughed at me, but that was the best day ever. Liz, you'll love this in my group chat yesterday. Um, first of all, they were listening, uh, of course. Shout out to the Ace and everybody else. But one of the guys, Chaton, for some reason, we got onto the Browns. And then just naming random Browns players. Oh, you talk about Webster Slaughter. Uh, you talk Eric Metcalf. We went to Bernie Kosar. So I was like, what are we Those doing? Those two are not random. They're like, you know, big parts Lindsay, of the, the franchise history. Lindsay, when you're a kid from L.A., that's a random player, right? Okay. <laughs> like, not Bernie Kosar, though. No, no, I'm saying like Eric Metcalf. Who's bringing that up? Metcalf up the middle. Uh, Eric Metcalf. Yeah, he was a great kick returner. Yeah, so we were um, going back and forth with that. Of course, Clay Matthews, we knew that. But like, I mean, think about it. If you're a kid from, uh, I mean, LA. When I think of when I think of those like those teams from back in the day, like when they were good. Remember when they lost to the Broncos. And that was John the only time Elway. we saw them. Yeah, John Elway losing the the drive, the drive, and then the Ernest Biner fumble. But, yeah, yeah, that's the only time we saw the Browns. Should have given the ball to Kevin Mack. Well, I know yeah. somebody who, running back. I, I don't remember where he grew up, but the reason why he became a Browns fan is he lived in a city that didn't have a team, and he said that was Who, always. This? Um, somebody that I used to work with, oh. and he said that that the Browns. Back I thought it was then, Eli Morgan we were talking about. <laughs> no, no. When they were, he was I'm like, just, "That's interesting that he ended up with Cleveland." Well, yeah, yeah but um, yeah. 
He said that back in the day when the Browns were actually really good, that the games were also, they only had like one nationally televised game a week, and the Browns were always on it because they were good. Really? So that's why he became a Browns fan. There you go. I have a friend who became a Browns fan. You'll, you'll laugh at this. Because Abuela used to take him to the, uh, the 99 cent store, and you know they have that little Cleveland mascot. What's that guy's name? Brownie the Elf. Brownie the Elf. <laughs> And he, they had a little dish set, you know, a little kid dish set. Oh, huh? I would have loved that. And he, um, his grandma got it for him at the 99 cent store, and he became a Browns fan after that. That's yeah. awesome. It's always amazing how somebody becomes a fan of yeah. whatever. Yeah, him and Abuela went to the 99 yeah. cent store, and that's how he became a fan of the Browns. There so, it is. There you go. Uh, all right, that is what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so pick nine is in already. The Utah Jazz took somebody who I didn't see. Uh, but I'll get to it in a second. But not that you're all that worried about who Utah Jazz took, but, you know, just for posterity at this point. Oh, we got to keep it up? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it, so there's that. But the Lakers uh, they pick, took, uh, we have Taylor a Taylor Hendricks. Oh, Taylor Hendricks, thank Central you. Central Florida. Yeah, UCF. So we have a good shot of getting to the Lakers pick before the end of this show today. They're moving along. Yeah, because they're through They're through nine, and we got, an, uh, we got 50 minutes and change to right. go. So they and they started picking at about eight uh, six, five fifteen ish or so. So you, know, you got to get a Laker pick in prime time. I mean, it's not their fault. Like no, what, Adam Silver's thinking about us. Uh, no. <laughs> well, the Lakers pick is going to be in in. I mean, prime time. You're saying like eight o'clock. They're not going to go that long. They're going to go two hours before the Lakers pick. Let's go. No. So, Kobe Bufkin. What about that name? Um, you like him? I've never seen him play. Guard out of Michigan? Yeah, I mean, I know I know who he is, but I've never actually seen him play. I saw Michigan play, but I didn't I didn't have yeah. my eye on him. It's you know? uh, on the best available right now. Bufkin. He has a cool outfit. Yeah, he Buf- does. I did see that. Bufkin's right around that range. I mean, listen, if you, draft a, if you draft another Kobe, that's kind of cool. Yep. I feel I, like that would be like a bad omen. What? Just oh, because like, he, is, he could never live up to it. He could never no, live up to Kobe. His name, is not, his name is Kobe Bufton. I know, Kobe but I just feel like that'd be that'd be like huge pressure. Had, but there's a film. generation of Kobe's. There's a bunch of them. They okay. had George Carl's son on this team. Didn't Kobe they? Carl. Kobe Carl. Yeah. So, okay. I'm just saying, I feel like if that were me, be, I would be, have so much pressure he, on me. He wouldn't even be the KB. the second Kobe. on the like. He's They've already had a Kobe. Yeah, but it would be like KB. Like who? KB, KB. Like the the initials. The other one wasn't KB. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just it was KK. KK. Yeah. No, no, he was CK. C. Oh, right, Kobe with a C. C O B Y. Yeah, he was CK. He's the right. coach of the G League. Right, right, right. He was yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I like Buffkin. I can see that. I mean, it, it's just the projections of the best available right now. He right. Would fall right. He would there. fall right in that in that mix. Nick mm-hmm. Smith Jr. though from Arkansas. That kid was supposed to be a top five pick and then got hurt. Is that what it was? Um, he he's not a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. He's a, he get buckets. Um, defensively, he's a mess because again, he came in in and out of the season all the time. Like you can't really get set. But that kid has top five talent. So if that kid's there, or the the other kid from Kentucky, Casey Wallace, if any of those two kids are there, if you're the Lakers, you have to take them because they've got tons of talent. But here's the thing about Kentucky guys: in college, their numbers don't look impressive, mm-hmm. but then they get to the league. And you're like, oh, wow. Because, oh, let's go to Adam Silver real quick. Number 10 pick. Number 10 pick, Dallas. As part of a deal to be finalized later, the Indiana Pacers are trading to the Washington Wizards the draft rights to Bilal Koulibaly, the seventh pick, and the Wizards are trading to the Pacers the draft rights to Jairus Walker, the eighth pick. Oh, that's what was reported earlier. 
Yes. It's official now. And with the 10th pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the Dallas Mavericks select Kaysen Wallace oh. from the University of Who I was just talking about. Yeah. That's why I said if he somehow fell to the Lakers, you had to take him. Oh. So, yeah. Kaysen Wallace. So He's what, nice. What Calipari does is this is a good pick for, for Dallas. Yeah. Um, especially because they just need other guys to help Luka. And I don't know if Kyrie's going to be there. Oh, Coach Cal's there, huh? Yeah. So what Calipari does, he makes guys play a role. No matter who you are. Like, ask John Wall. Mm-hmm. Ask uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Ask Anthony Davis. They, they all have to play a role. So because that's the case, um, I, I think that, that these guys, they underperform or underwhelm you statistically. At Kentucky, six point nine a game, two and a half rebounds. Well, in his career, yeah. in his at career, Kentucky, yeah. yeah. His last year, though, he averaged twelve points, three, yeah. four boards, four assists on thirty-five percent shooting from. Yeah, three. he was nineteen and seven. Right. Oh, he's from Dallas area. Yeah, he, oh. well, he's a freshman. So, I, yeah, I, he he averaged twelve points a game. Yeah. Okay. So, look, I I think that he's a good guard. Um, I think six that Ford one ninety-five. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I think. He can be a good perimeter defender, which if you remember when Dallas traded for Kyrie, they lost all their defense, right? Because Dorian Finney-Smith was that guy. He was like their perimeter defender, 3 and D stopper. Cason Wallace can score, can rebound pretty well for his size at 6'3", and is a good playmaker. Not that they need one because they have Luka. Um, but he finishes well at the rim, kind of crafty, um, and can shoot a little bit, as I mentioned, but just the defense. They need defense so bad in Dallas that he fits, I think, really well. And Adam Silver with the strong bro hug, man. That was pretty yeah. good, too. Yeah. Getting to dap him up and everything. So, Silver's good. I, you know, it's funny. A lot of Vegas places have Dallas really high up to win Why? the NBA next year. I don't get it. Like, do they, I mean, they may, I don't, you know, I'd have to check their salary cap situation. Maybe they have a lot of cap room, but I don't know. But they got to give Kyrie a ton of it. So, um, yeah, I don't get it. Because, again, their defense was terrible last year, and they were brutal after the Kyrie trade. So, I, I don't know why. I mean, other than maybe just a lot of respect for Luka, maybe yeah, taking his it. game to a different level. But we, to win it? Yeah, they're like in the top seven or eight. No. Yeah. Of oh. Championship title odds. It's oh. kind of strange to me, to be honest with you. Our dude going to Dallas is strong. He's got red, shiny pants. Oh, it's a full, the red vest? Yeah, Case and Wallace. Man. Kentucky. Custom fit? He's coming strong. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, shiny Cappy red. Cappy would be all in on this right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Shiny red, yeah. the vest, and he's got a black t-shirt, red bow tie, a lot of bling. Yeah. Strong right there. All right, coming up next, let's get back to... What's going on? So there's a Paul George rumor out there. More? Another one. Yeah. So this stuff is starting to pick up steam. And the Lakers haven't done anything. When you're getting... No, but we'll find out soon because pick 11 um, is coming up here. Orlando has pick 11 again, and the pick is in. We'll have that for you when we come back from the break. Lakers are coming up soon at 17, so we should have that before the end of the show today, and we'll give you whatever instant analysis we can give you. Um, But there's another Paul George rumor, and... Look, man, when there's more than one rumor about you, something's up, okay? So let's get to what's up with Paul George and the Clippers next. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Was this a cappy playlist still? Well, you know how people said that my playlist was a little long and that he was not going to make it through the end of it? Right, because he doesn't read. Yeah, you played him a jam. Love songs, right? So I was like, I should have played Quickie by Miguel. Oh, I mean, that's more his style, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, yeah. It, and I was like, I was listening to Miguel when I was coming in, and he's an L.A. guy, and he loves sports. Miguel San Pedro Finest. Yes. Yeah. So shout I was out. like, you know what? Let's just give him a shout out, play a song that I love, and uh, homage to Cappy. Cappy did not listen to one song that you put out there. Probably not. But not the, at all. The community loved the list. So I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm listening to <laughs> there it. There you go. Yeah. But uh, that's why I picked this up. Excellent work, Laura. You're welcome. Um, real quick. Wait, isn't uh, Miguel Mexican? He is half Mexican, half, half yeah. uh, African American. Nice. He's Blacktino, as yeah. LZ and I Black-sican. used to like to say. Yeah, Blacktino. <laughs> Pimentel. Uh, real quick. So just to give you an idea. So we were telling you that Dallas picked Cason William, or Wallace rather, um, from Kentucky. Kentucky. But apparently that pick was traded to Oklahoma City at 12 because Dallas got off of Davis Bertans to move down two spots. Okay, so they're making So moves. OKC took in Davis Bertans and they switched two picks. So there you go. Right. Now, the pick that's 11, that that's is cool. Orlando, uh, is Jet Howard, Jawan Howard's son. Good for Jawan, man. Yeah. Uh, Rob Palinka's teammate, Jawan Howard at Michigan. And his son, who he coached uh, for a little bit, Six is, eight is a lottery pick, which is awesome. Jet, not to be confused with. Uh, There's uh, another Howard. There's two no, sons. Jet Trudell. Oh, correct. Not to yeah. be confused with Jet. Just making sure. Yeah, but there are two uh, <laughs> Howard brothers. Yeah, but Jace. One is, yeah, yeah. Jace yeah. is the younger one. I yeah. Believe. yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, there's some cool moments like for fathers and families. Right. Well, here. and how old are we? The Juwan Howard sons are going in the lottery. Uh, wait till you in a couple years with the Boozer kids are out here. Carlos Boozer's kids are dominating yeah. down in Florida. Yeah. Uh, those well, kids Matt are, Barnes's kids are very yeah, good, Yeah, they're junior high, but Boozer's kids are in high school right oh, now. Oh, yeah? Oh, they're Team USA stud. Yeah? Yeah. I think they're juniors, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Where are they? Where were they? Where did they go to high school? They're right? in the Miami area. Oh, they're down there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because Matt's kids, obviously. Yeah, know. they're junior high kids, and they're yeah. making some noise, but it's the twins yeah. uh, down there. I remember these last years with the Lakers that were here. I'm like, oh, those kids. Now they're like, yeah. whoa, they're- they're big kids now. Cameron and Caden. Yeah. 2025. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, speaking of a Matt Barnes, one of his former teammates, Paul George. Um, Another rumor? So now it's the Knicks, allegedly. Knicks? Yeah. 
What would you want from the Knicks if you were the Clippers? Because they want to get off Julius Randle. But would Julius Randle be a good fit on the Clippers? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, they got, they just traded Marcus Moore Sr. Yeah. So I guess they need a power forward. But would the Knicks give them Randle? But why would you? Yeah, they want off Randle in a bad way. His contract is that bad? They just, he's, you know, he's had the issues he is what with he is. the fans and like, you know, and yeah, he's, he is what he he's is. He's turnover prone and I don't know. I mean, but if you're the Clippers, why would you want Julius Randle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather have Paul George. Keep him. A million times so over. So why, okay, why is Paul George, is, is, why does his name keep coming yeah, up? Yeah, is his contract that good to get rid of or what is it? What's what's the deal? Well, why is there both, smoke with Paul George? They're both coming up um, pretty soon here, to my knowledge. Uh, Paul George signed an extension. So he has a player option, not this season, the following season. All right. So 24-25 and not unrestricted until 2025. So he only has one year technically left on his deal because he's got a player option the year after that. And, you know, he might he might opt out. He might not. Who knows? So the GOAT Paul George is going to the Knicks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. What are you doing if you're the Clippers? What are you doing right now? They're trying to figure that out, I think, clearly. Because here's the conundrum they have. Like they're not blowing it up, but they're but here's the chipping con- away conundrum they have. Those two guys are always hurt, right? For one reason or another. Now, Kawhi's injuries have been very serious. Now, Paul George's most recent injuries have not, in theory, quote unquote, been serious, but he did have one catastrophic one in, in Vegas, in, you know, injury, obviously. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that if these little injuries have anything to do with that big injury. Right. Like, I don't know. But like the Kawhi stuff we know is like degenerative. OK, so uh, maybe the Clippers are looking like, hey, can't, we've got all this depth around these guys, but they never play a lot. Maybe they're thinking, well, Paul George's contract, if we're going to keep one of them, we got to keep Kawhi. He's the bigger star. Okay. And he's the better player, if we're being honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if we're going to trade someone, it probably has to be Paul George because he's got a really good contract. And if he's healthy, he's a really good, he's a top 15 player. Hardcore Clipper talk today. No, it's that. not. <laughs> I got to get the dig in. It was literally three minutes. Oh, three minutes too long. Yeah, they're mad at you. But th- I, there's something r- to be said when there's all these rumors around you. Who is it coming from? Is it coming from the team? Is it coming from his team? Right. From, from his team? Where there's smoke, there's fire, bro. Mm. And now there's back-to-back Paul George rumors? Mm. Something's up. I don't care what anybody tells me, okay? I know it's smokescreen season, okay? I get Especially that. Especially on this day. Okay, I get that. In a week, I've had two different Paul George rumors. When you haven't thought about him also all season, I had not. I, I and mean, now back to back days. But now, what what that signals to me is that the Clippers are looking to try to make moves. I mean, they got off Marcus Morris. I mean, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, but like, that's different than a what you considered one of your building blocks. You're not trying to go see Marcus Morris. Nobody's saying, "Oh, I got to go see Marcus right. Morris." I mean, but again, right? This this is one of your building blocks in Paul George. So I I am certainly curious to see what this means and if more teams kick the tires and engage on Paul George this is going to be an interesting week now that the draft is done or going to be done oh my god now that you are approaching July 1st you have I'll tell you right now I just want to make sure I have the numbers right so the 12th trade 12th pick is 9 days 9 days till free agency begins and then you're going to go crazy that's when you're going to have the imaging that's when you're oh, going to yeah, have yeah, all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Round the clock, Sliwa. Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> we just wake him up. Oh, he's ready. Just like you just buzz him. Does he drive around with his Comrex? That would be funny. A mobile mobile Comrex unit. He probably does. Him and Rookie. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't sorry, Rook, I'm on call. With the backdrop in case you guys want to YouTube it. Yeah. So the pick is in for OKC. We're trying to see if we can get to the Lakers before we're done here. That's at twelve. Lakers are seventeen. Yeah. Kobe Buffkin's still out there. Kobe. Kobe. Oh man, imagine that. I, I listen, I think he's a cool. solid player. You need a, you need a guard like that. The Lakers need a lot of things. Oh yeah. He's 19. And particularly they need young players who are cost effective, who, who should be ready. If they're going to draft guys, guys that can contribute at least a little bit this season. So that that's exactly that what you want. But I, I just think it's pretty wild to see what's going down. I mean, Chris Paul is a warrior. Like, if you would have told me to – like, if I woke up this morning and you tell me, take – there's 30 teams, right? So he's on the Wizards right now. You have 29 guesses <laughs> as nope. to where Chris Paul ends up. I, I don't know how – it would have been a lot of guesses You know when you I get the alerts the, and the you look Warriors. at them twice, you're like, that for real? Well, no, it's an alert, so I know it's real, but yes. But it, even then, though, you I look at it you're check like, to make yeah. sure it's the right person. Yes. So I, I probably would Not have that. easily said 10 or 15 teams before I got to the Warriors. Not the Warriors at all. So there's that. If you would have told me before I went to bed last night that Marcus Smart – <laughs> would be that's going to be the only thing I'm going to miss about not having him in Boston is that you can't do the phony Boston accent with him anymore uh, nine good years Marcus Smart oh man but now they how, how do they say Kristaps uh, I can't know I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what they'd say to be honest with you. There's I no, mean, how many guys Smart is yeah. easy how are they going to butcher Porzingis in Boston Porzingis no I can't I don't I don't know I, it's too many syllables anything I can do a Boston accent if it's one syllable. All right, Adam Silver's at the podium. OKC okay, pick. With the 12th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Derek Lively II from Duke University. All right, so Derek Lively II is interesting because Derek. remember we just told you that Dallas and OKC flip-flopped from 10 to 12. So this is technically Dallas's pick. You know, Derek Lively is a center. Um, he's seven foot one, 230 pounds. Um, he is the prototypical rim runner, shot blocker, center, seven, seven wingspan. If you wanted to draft someone to play with Luca to run pick and roll and help him defensively, because we know that Luca has some challenges defensively, but a guy that he can just throw it up to and he can go get it and yam it. This is the type of guy who's not trying to shoot threes, right? He wants to be around the rim. Right. He, he was good. Now, they, remember, they brought in JaVale McGee to try to be that guy, and they used, like, Dwight Powell to be that guy. Yeah. But this guy has legit center size and athleticism combined. Yeah. So I That's actually think – and by the way, that also works with Kyrie. Kyrie's played with a lot of rim runners like Tristan Thompson back oh. in his days with Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland. alert. Oh, and, and this guy's wearing velvet. Red velvet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I I think that pick actually now makes it now the trade makes a ton of sense because I was two. like another guard okay well Casey Wallace defends but now that we know that was actually OKC and this is Dallas's pick at twelve that makes even more sense he's got a strut going not a big smile yeah he's got what is that velvet that's beautiful <laughs> love that that is nice black lapels yeah oh yeah so Ooh. that's where we're at pick twelve is in the books now thirteen is Toronto. 
Toronto's another interesting team to watch in the draft only because there's a lot of chatter about signing trades. Mm -hmm. Now, Pascal Siakam, who would be an incredible addition to any team, has allegedly said if any team trades for him, he's not re-signing there. He's going to go? He's going to be a free agent the following season. So don't sign, don't, don't trade for me because you're not getting me. anything. I want, he wants to stay in Toronto. Yeah, right. Really? Mm-hmm. Or is that just a ploy? I mean, why would you say that? What's a ploy? What's the ploy for that? I don't understand. Like, nah, Don't trade for me because I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, he wants to be in Toronto. Does he really? That's what he said. But they're rebuilding. So what? He's the number one option. Hmm. Some guys like being the number one guy. Oh, I love Toronto. I I would say in Toronto. It's fantastic up there. You ever been through the underground tunnels? Yes. That's the cheat code. (laughs) That's the cheat code. I learned. If you ever find yourself in Toronto, make sure you ask the hotel people how to get to the underground as quickly as possible in the winter. Oh, my God. Not in the summer. It's pretty there in the summer. but Yeah, don't do it. In the winter. I went there during, they had an all-star game there in 2016, and it's February, so you expect it to be really, really cold. Freezing up there. It was like one of those, what were they called? Arctic, Polar Vortex. Oh, jeez. Polar Vortex. It was the called. all-star game was up there? Yeah. Polar Vortex, wind chill, minus 29. Nope. <laughs> I'm sure so, the players love that. Uh, yeah, l- l- the kid me, from Cuba. L- 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 <laughs> let me explain to you how this went. I had to go nope. to, um, who was it? I think it was Dwayne Wade and Bradley Beal, I want to say. All right. We're doing a, oh, and Chris Paul. We're doing a charity bowling event at like a Lucky Strike downtown. And it was five blocks from my hotel. No. This was before I knew of the underground. Oh, so I said, how bad can five blocks be? Oh. I walked outside, <laughs> and it was like, I went one block, and it felt like literally somebody was Boom. pelting my face with needles. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Do you realize you're the only one in the streets also? I was, yes, I did notice that. <laughs> I was never, ever in my life more painfully cold than I was in those few minutes. Yeah. And I dove into a building and went, <sighs> oh my god! I was so cold. I can't believe I was that cold. My face hurts. And then I Uber. I called for an Uber. And then when the Uber came, I ran into the Uber, and he took me the other four blocks. And then I ran into the building, and then I was fine. And then when I went back to my hotel, I I found out about the underground. And I was like, oh, this is so much yeah. better. I can walk like normal. And then I only have to deal with the cold for like the 10 seconds that I come up from the tunnel into whatever building I'm going in. Yeah, I've been 10 below in Montreal. So there you go. There's Toronto Forget talk that. for you. No. Hey, what's it all about? Yeah, a boot. Yeah. Let's get the Molsons, man. But yeah, 10 below in Montreal. I had to go one block. So Forget that. You love beer. Yes. You want a good Canadian beer? Yeah. It's French Canadian. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. It's called Maudi. Maudi. M-A-U-D-I-T. It's like 9 or 10% alcohol Absolutely. by volume, 12%, something crazy like that. They have different variations of it, but I think the, the, the weakest one is like 9 or 10% alcohol by volume. Maudi. It's got a devil on the... On the uh, Diablo. On, yes, un diablo. On oh. The, on the front. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. If you go to Disney World, not land... I don't believe... Because Disney World has those pavilions, those world pavilions, hmm. and you can have a drink around the world. I would, Never been. I have. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest, because you have two ends, right? Uh, I believe Canada 
is on one. No, Canada's like one in the middle somewhere. Anyway, one of the ends is Mexico. Clearly start there. Oh, you have mentioned this, that that's yeah. the cheat. Don't don't end at Mexico with the tequila. Okay? You got to start there because then you want to make sure that you can get through the rest of this the- This is Disney World? Disney World in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Epcot. Epcot He has Center. said that, There's yeah. a drinking spot? The whole place is like, that's like one of the like big things. Really? I'm going at the end of July. around the world. Oh, it's going to be so hot and humid. I got a fight at the end of July and our hotel is by there. Epcot Center. Which hotel? uh, One of those resorts. Not the Disney ones, but where we do the fights at. Yeah, Epcot. Uh, Oh, right outside of Disney. Yeah, Yeah. right in there. Epcot Center has the, uh, oh, Toronto Raptors draft. Come on, 13. In the 2023 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick. From the University Kansas. of Kansas. He can shoot, man. He can. He can shoot. Outfits. And you know what? Oh, no, his outfit is on fire. No, it's, oh, like it's like sequins. It's like a cappy outfit No, right that's there. Elton, exactly. Elton John-esque, it the sequins. That's the exactly jacket, the way to describe red it. Red yes. jacket, red shirt. This kid can shoot. Yeah, mm. and you know what Toronto needed? Shooters. Yes. Yeah. No, so. this guy's legit. He's like legit. Just chuck it and go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that out loud. Robert. I know, I know. It was, it was very funny yeah, in my ear. Yes. Yes. Um, That's why I'm talking. Yeah. He's got the he's got the chain and everything. Yeah. He can shoot. So this kid, uh, Grady, his family basketball players, his mom played overseas. Yeah. This dude, his dad would say, if you can shoot outside, you can shoot anywhere. So in Kansas, he has two older brothers, and the brothers were just out there. So the dad would be out there. You want to practice shooting? Go shoot at night. So he, this kid, typical Midwestern shooter. Yeah. And he's got all oh, his double-breasted, too? Oh, man. You know what? Good for him. I mean, it's terrible, but we're talking about it. It, it looks like something out of, like, the 90s that David Bo- or the 80s that David yeah. Bowie would wear. This is, like, he, Night at the Roxbury style. He looks yeah. like he bought it off of Amazon. Amazon. Like, cappies. Amazon. Get it right for Steve Mason. Amazon. 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 Uh, oh, he didn't do the bro hug to Adam Silver. They just handshake. Just a handshake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Grady Dick. Uh, so we're at, through pick 13. New Orleans at 14 coming up, so we should be able to get the Lakers right in in the there. next 30 minutes. So stay tuned for that. Stick around. We'll be back to play Big Deal or No Deal, 710 ESPN. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Adano. All right, so MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said that he has some regrets over his handling of the Houston Astros sign-stealing scandal. Oh, I just saw this the other day. you got to be bleeping kidding me. Yes, he admitted- Wait a minute. He said this recently? Yes, he admitted in a recent interview that he has some regrets about the way he handled the incident, saying, quote, there are some decisions that I would like to have back. He told Time Magazine, quote, I might have gone about the investigative process without that grant of immunity and see where it takes us, starting with, I'm not going to- punish anybody maybe not my best decision ever is the fact that he's admitting this a big deal or no deal i mean it's a big deal um i would be super annoyed if i was the rest of major league baseball like i just you know i i get i love the transparency and him like being a human being there and saying yeah i probably screwed that up i like that don't get me wrong but i could totally understand the other side where the rest of baseball the other 31 teams are looking around going like are you bleeping kidding me what are you doing? Right? Why bring this up? We have moved on, right? Well, I think he was asked about it, to be fair. Yeah, but you can answer in a certain way, be politician about it, and not say... <coughs> Excuse me. Not saying, oh, I messed up. I didn't. You should have said that years ago when it was happening. Now all you're doing is adding more fuel to the Dodgers fans' fire and other teams because... Honestly, I haven't thought about that in a while. 
Now yeah. you're going to go and say this? Yeah, but don't you want, uh, like, wouldn't you prefer to have a commissioner who's going to actually be I like, prefer a commissioner who would have done something about you're it right, at the damn time. You know what? He made a mistake, and at least he's admitting that he screwed up. Like, is I'd he really rather... admitting it, or is he kind of being smug no, about no, it? No, no. Because Manfred's I, a jerk about this. I mean, he said it in multiple interviews. There was like three of them, but he gave the, m- the most quotes to Time Magazine, and I feel like- What's he doing talking to Time Magazine for? I don't know. I mean, why What's don't you he... read the article? I don't want to, because Manfred's the guy that pisses you off when you listen to sure, him. Sure, he is. He he does, but He's I just terrible. think the fact that like he admitted that he was wrong, I feel like that's like a a good step in the right direction. Oh, that's him. only when you're trying By to avoid the way, divorce. Guess who's coming to town this weekend? Starting tomorrow. The Astros. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather him just be like, no, hey, I you, did the right thing? Mind you, I'm one of the ones that tells Dodger fans, get over it. It's done with. Let it go yeah, because I, the Dodgers were doing I, some I, stuff I, too. I, I can see both sides to this though. I could see, I like the transparency in him admitting, you know, I'm a human yeah. being. I may have screwed that up, but. I also can understand the rest of baseball being like, come on, bro. Do that once you're retired and you got your memoir yeah, going everyone on. Everyone knows he screwed up, and I feel like good for him for admitting Yeah, so don't it. bring it up. He never admits anything. Go after the Red Sox. He never does the right thing. Yeah. All right, what's next? Um, an artificial intelligence commentator will make its debut at Wimbledon during the July tournament. No. Yep. The All England Club is partnering with IBM and will use their Watson X AI platform to produce tennis commentary for all highlight packages online. IBM said that the technology has been trained excessively on the unique language of tennis and I then have it complements. to announce. Sorry, okay. Adam. As part of a deal to be finalized later, the Dallas Mavericks are trading to the Oklahoma City Thunder the draft rights to Kaysen Wallace, the 10th pick, and the Thunder are trading to the Mavericks the draft rights to Derek Lively II, the 12th pick. With the 14th pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Jordan Hawkins from the University of Connecticut. National champion. There you go. Jordan Hawkins, uh, part of the national championship team, as you heard Malika say there. Uh, that guy can shoot the ball real quick. I mean, honestly, his comp is the guy on is one of the guys on stage, JJ Redick. So if he can do that, he'll live, he'll have a long career in New Orleans or other or elsewhere. What go ahead, Linz, continue. Okay, so uh, IBM said that the technology has been trained excessively on the unique language of tennis and that it complements the human element rather than replacing it. An IBM Hmm. spokesperson noted that, quote, you can't replace John McEnroe doing commentary. That human element always needs to be there. So is this a big deal or no deal? Uh, I'm going to say it's a big deal because we're already seeing broadcasters not travel to certain events. Um, There are any ways you can cut costs. One thing to cut costs production-wise, if you can cut costs for talent-wise... Director-wise, producer-wise, that's a big deal. Yeah, you're not going to get it, say, the championship rounds with a, you know, the final match at Wimbledon. That's where you're going to have Macaro. No, but, right. But of the course. opening rounds is what it sounds like. The ones where it's like off-court, the random off-court ones. Yes. That court makes 16. sense. Where you're watching on ESPN Plus. Yeah, you're yeah. for the hardcore people. Yeah, and all of their highlights, all the highlight packages. Although, oh, I mean, man. listen, if they don't want to do, you know, Watson, I'm available. I'd yeah. love to go to the All England. Joaquin's ready. You know, Watson, let's go. Exactly. I would love to. Go. Real quick, by the way, I thank you for the um, the circle calling me out. Marcus Morris is still technically with the Clippers. That that's the deal that fell through. So my bad on that. My apologies. A lot of deals, man. I'm sorry. Hey, so he's not gone. No, he's still here. Is Paul George still here? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's definitely still here. <laughs> I mean, Marcus Morris is probably going to get flipped at some point. It sounds they like all, you know. they're all gone. Yeah. But anyway, it's not a final. But I do want to make sure that uh, that yeah, I saw you guys tweet it, so I wanted to correct uh, myself. But go ahead. 
All right, last one here. Sylvester Stallone, um, he put himself through an intense diet and exercise routine ahead of filming Rocky Three in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. So he did this recent interview with the Wall Street Journal. Yesterday we heard about how he sold Adela's house and how she wanted to keep the Rocky statue there. Well, today... A uh, piece came out that talked about Stallone saying that he nearly starved himself and drank up to 25 cups of coffee a day to keep his body fat down to 2.8% when he was filming for that movie. He said, quote, I was forgetting my phone number. I was eating just tuna fish. My memory was shot. It was completely gone. I was getting all kinds of debilitating physical effects, but it was for the cause. Kind of a big deal, but, you know, I guess I kind of get it when you're prepping for a movie like that. So have you guys ever gone on a crazy diet? I mean, fasting is kind of a crazy diet, yeah. isn't it? Yes. So, there well, you go. Well, intermittent fasting, you know, I, there's two sides, I guess. Some people say there's a ton of health benefits for it. No, I, I agree. I think there's, the, you know, two things can be true, but it is a crazy diet. Like, it's not easy to well, not Well, once eat. you get used to it, though. I mean, I Because I don't eat until 2 o'clock now. I can do I'm 16 hours without even yeah, thinking about it. i um, now, anytime I stretch beyond like 18 to 20, that's oh, when wow. it starts to get a little more challenging. The longest I've gone is 44. I wish Morales oh. was here right now because I know he's done a lot of crazy diets like yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. bacon diet, the grapefruit diet. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done diets, Lens. My thing is I, I need to lose some weight because some of my custom shirts don't fit me the way they used to. Uh, but nah, I'm more like, dude, if you want to eat, eat. Like, simple as that. If it tastes good, go for it. Just yeah. do something the next day to pay off. Like, don't go on a, a like when they say, oh, I'm going to have a cheat meal okay cheap meal not have a cheap weekend I or did. cheap month this father's day this weekend i ate like an animal see but that's holiday dale yeah go for it i want to know um i gotta ask more else about this more but when you went on that bacon diet i want to know how long you went wait on there's that a for. thing called the bacon oh diet. yeah that's all he ate it's, was bacon it's ridiculous oh, that see, can't be that good, guy, huh? but that can't be good for you he lost weight doing it yeah but that can't be good for oh you. no i know i agree but like he you know he was just looking to lose weight and i was like that's gotta be terrible for like your heart and your cholesterol and your my blood tequila pressure. diet's pretty good my wine diet's pretty good Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next, Linz? That's it for Big Deal or No Deal. That's yeah. it for Big Deal or No Deal. There you go. More wacky radio stunts. Um, we may not get the Lakers pick in, but the good news is, after us, is the ESPN Radio draft. Okay. So, if we can't get it live, it will probably happen right after we sign off. <laughs> Come on, Adam. But the number 14th pick was in. The 15th pick is now the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, that pick is in. So, it's going to be our We're guy. We're going to push it. It's going to be our guy. Here we right go. Now, it's Kobe. No, right now? To Atlanta. Yeah. Oh. Who's tipping the picks for you? Um, I, I just, I know this one. I know this one. This oh. one was told to me. It's going to be Kobe. So Donald Baum. Uh, well, let's wait for Adam to walk out. But yeah, it's, it's well, someone there told me. Because I asked, I said, would it be cool? I, I would love for the Lakers to get Kobe. And they're like, and they just text me they're like, nope, not Lakers. <laughs> so it's got to be Atlanta, I'm assuming. The so. pick is in. Oh, man. Uh, but Kobe so no- Bufkin, if it is him, sophomore out of Michigan, played with Jet Howard. Yeah. And uh, let's hear Adam. With the 15th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Atlanta Hawks select Kobe Bufkin ah! from the University of Michigan. Yeah. Kobe to Atlanta. You think he was secretly hoping he went to the Lakers? Oh, Kobe's double breasted, no shirt. Man, I love that guy's it. perfect for LA. I love it. Trade. I love it. Come on, Rob. He does have it. a pretty sweet outfit on. Yeah, I he does. He looks he looks color. very LA. I mean, listen, I would imagine most kids would love to play in LA. Great drip. Trade him. I remember yeah. D'Angelo Ooh, Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, by the way, Jawan Howard had two lottery picks. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, and he's right there at the draft because his son's there, and he's like shouting out Kobe Bufkin. So, I remember when D'Angelo Russell was picked. Uh, was no, he hadn't been picked yet. So I remember I was filling in for Stephen A. and Skip on first take. This is when I still lived in Bristol back then, or Connecticut. Um, and we had him and Jalil Okafor, and I don't remember who else went in that draft at the top, but we had a bunch of those guys come in. And I remember D'Angelo was on first take with us, and I said, after the camera stopped rolling and we went to commercial, I'm like, all right, man, where do you really want to go? And he's like, L.A. <laughs> so and he was like, and it was just like that. So, I mean, yeah, I guess to answer the question, that that is probably the case. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, hopefully we can get the Lakers pick in. Um, Atlanta took Kobe Bufkin at 15, Utah's next at 16, and then the Lakers. So we'll find that out. So I think we'll be able to get it in here before the end of the show and give you some thoughts on who they drafted. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. Oh, come on. Yeah, still jams. Saying in the brain. I can't believe we had. In studio, right? Yeah. I cool can't dude. believe we had B in the studio. Like it, big Laker fan. Oh, oh my, big everything fan. Yeah, LAFC. He's yeah, there. Let's get him back guy. too. We got to get him back. We should. He was awesome. He, he told great. that great story about the Montebello Mall. Yeah, in uh, his, his podcast was strong. Man. Yeah, he, does, he has a great studio too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked that that's the case. You know, but uh, so Lakers pick is in for H- uh, Houston for Utah right At before 16. the Lakers. Oh. Sixteen. So I'm hearing. Um, oh, oh, we got morsels. Yeah, kid from Baylor. I don't. I I didn't watch him play. George. Oh yeah, uh, Keandre is that his name? Keontae. Keontae. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. So I think it's gonna be him. He worked out with the Lakers. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I actually, there's a lot of guys on the board I like for the Lakers. Um, I like Nick, uh, Smith, the kid from Arkansas. I like him. He was a top five guy before getting injured. Like, he was a, pro- a projected top five guy. Um, so I like him. He can't defend the lick right now, but he can score. Um, who else do I like for them? I like Hood Shafino from Indy. I've seen him play a bunch. I watched a lot of their games this year. And Leonard Miller, also G League Ignite, is yeah. also... Miller, so- oh, yeah. he's really nice. Yeah. So if it is George, Keontae... Uh, he went to IMG. There you go. He's from uh, Dallas, but oh no, he's from Texas, but he went to IMG. He went Canada. to like five different high schools. Yeah, too. he ended up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I, I like I like those guys for the Lakers. So I'm curious to see where they go because I don't think that there's like a real, um, a sense of where they would go, right? Like no. you're them, just they're the all best, in that area. Best right player available, you know. Like your fantasy draft. All right, who do I, what's best player available? Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly like No, like when you get into like the sixth round and you don't know who anybody is. All right, what's, what's the thing say? Uh, you don't know anybody who anybody is in the sixth round. Holy moly, I'd love to play against you. Yeah, come to our draft. We have a great time because we got the Hibachi guy. Mr. Hibachi comes out. Oh, man, and the bartender's there. So if you're in the sixth round, mind you, we've been tailgating for two hours before we start drafting. So the sixth round board at our fantasy draft, uh, let's just say it's a little blurry. You know, you're not really paying attention. That's when you do. <laughs> How much tequila is going on there? Oh, now that we got tequila mandala on our side, there's mm-hmm. going to be way more this year. Our guy Oscar, on his Instagram, he was posting how they're moving boxes into a new warehouse. He had his kids working. Oh, man. So, yeah, I, I requested a couple bottles. So, we're going to go. We're good to go. Uh, tequila mandala. You know what? If the sun stays out this weekend... It uh, is. Oh, it is. We're is we're it? good. We're good with sun from now. Uh, is it? Yeah, we're All good right. from now on. Well, uh, 
Tell the wife that I'm on my way. I'm ready to go. We're making the moves up there. We're going to get that guy from the Indians. Or, I mean, the Guardians. I keep saying, sorry, yeah, Lindsay. It's okay. Get him from the guards, our guy Gordon. Yeah. I'd love to see. Um, I, I want to. I'm uh, beach. This is beach weather. We're ready. That's it. Let's go. Is Mattel going to summer camp at the beach? Uh, no, he's, oh, he's too, too small. small. He's too small. Arya? He's only four. Uh, she may, but I don't know. She likes like other stuff. Oh yeah, you got to drop him off at the beach. We, we may go to the beach. Yeah, the surf camp. The yeah, swim surf in, camp. Swim and surf camp. Yeah, swim that, surf when they're camp. little, it's swim, right? Yeah. yeah. My sister lives across the street on the avenues, and that's where her kids go. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I just don't know if um, I don't know if they want to do it. It's up to them. I mean, we do. Wait, it your kids want. have a conversation with you. you? They get to do decide what they want to do. I mean, on that stuff, sure. Do you want to do it? Because I don't want to put them in and spend the money on stuff they don't want to do. Get them out of the house. No, that's always the key. You but, must like your kids. But I want I want them to at least do something they're going to want to do, so that way they'll continue going out of the house. Get out of here. Fuera. There's nothing. Like right now, I got Mateo home for two weeks oh, before his worst. summer camp starts. The worst. Oh, my God. It's like nonstop. That's why I took him to play baseball this yeah, morning. That age, he's too That's active. why my back is a little sore oh, today. Oh, you're a little dinged up, man. And then you had to carry the show. Oh, hey. Although it, it was pretty hilarious. He was hitting. I was soft tossing to him. And there was like this group of like elderly people walking by. And then he hit like three in a row. And they were like clapping for him. Oh, yeah. He, had was, and he was like, oh, what's up? And yeah. then he had another hit. He was like, come on, keep clapping. I like it. Uh, it was funny. So. All right, Utah's up. All right, pick. Let's go, Utah. Make it quick, Adam. With the 16th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Utah Jazz select... Keontae George oh, from Baylor University. George! What's going on here? George. There it is. Keontae George from Baylor. All right, so the Lakers are next. Mm. And we've only got six and a half minutes. What are you hearing? No, yeah, I, you're I was about to ask you, you've the been same typing I'm over here. You guys, what are the nuggets that, the morsels uh-huh, that you're Did you like uh-huh. my uh, professional feel right there? I was yeah. tap dancing back mm-hmm, and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's let me text. Hold Keontae on. George, he's got maroon. Mm-hmm. Silver maroon jacket. I like that. No tie, no bow tie, just silver. Oh, we got the Rolex going. Smooth. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the, the jacket, but it kind of looks like a like curtains. You, why does it look like in a hotel? All these outfits are something that Cappy would wear. They They're all. Because that's exactly <laughs> what he was what going he for. To go yeah. for at the but Mandy's, right? He said NBA draft prospect. But they're 1920. He's 50-something. He said that he's a 50-something-year-old guy every other day, and so that's how he wanted to dress for the Mandy's. But he looked like a 50-something-year-old guy that day. He did. <laughs> I think he kind of pulled it off, except for the hat. Yeah, the hat didn't work. The shoes didn't work. Should have gone loafers. I told him to get the loafers. I yeah. sent him a whole outfit, and he was just like, no, no, I got to wear these black Air Force Ones. I was like, whatever. Oh, it's not just a jacket. It's a full suit. Oh, Keontae George, you're going to go viral with that suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the loud jackets with just like the plain black. Yeah. Or the plain colored pants. And the thing is, you're never going to wear this again. So where does this go in your closet? Or do you give it to your mom? What do you, where does this go? Where are these suits at? Oh, you keep that. It's almost like your wedding like tux or like, something. Where's like where's Jalen Rose's red pinstripe at? I don't know. <laughs> LeBron LeBron wore a, like a white a tailored white, white suit. Yeah. Like what was it but last year? Still, that still looks good. Yeah, yeah. But like, he he wore it last year to like pay homage oh, to did the, he? the yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, but that's something you're never gonna wear. That's why when I buy a, a suit, you know, it's like, okay, can I wear this in two years, three years? Like the bold jackets. It's like, nah, it's like I can't spend too much money on them. All right, so the Lakers have three minutes and 50 seconds before the pick is in. What'd you hear? And we have four minutes now. We're not going to make it. What'd you hear, though, George? Nothing. No text back yet. What if they put the pick in early? They'd have to do that for us to even have a chance. Mm. Come on, Lakers. Make it happen. 
Nah, 335 Lakers on the board. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get there. But nah. but literally when we sign off, there will the ESPN radio will pick it up and they will have What what's that? Well, cuz we have commercials so yeah. we're going to miss it. Oh, yeah, we may miss it. Mm. What a bummer. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Come on, Adam. Wait. No, oh, no it's just no. the graphics. I thought it was a trade. Oh, man. Oh, well. Can we just stay on for a second just to yell? I mean, yeah. I mean, at least until they get it in. At this point, we might as well stay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I, I do not make decisions like that, but I'm okay with that. This is bonus podcast I'm just edition. saying, like, we got to get the We're Lakers We're the Lakers station. If we, we get in trouble for airing your Greg? Greg pick? is listening somewhere. I mean, I feel like we, we should, if we're going to air it. okay the, with it. We could air it instead of commercials. That's yeah. a much better idea. No one's going to mind. No, we'll air the commercials after. Hey, this right, is exactly. back to your uh, uh, your question, Lindsay. Have you ever done anything bad as an employee? Uh-oh. We're doing we're breaking the rules. Not bad, though. I feel like Greg would want us to rule the, breakers. The pick. Who all agrees that Greg would say yes? I do. We all agree, Definitely. Greg. We're deciding for you. <laughs> oh, they're done with the interview. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. So Quick. two minutes and twenty five seconds to the Lakers pick. And still nothing. Where are they going? I think we actually could cover it because our out time is a little bit after 57. So I think we're good. I, right. But they, sometimes it still takes mm. them a time. It gets they Adam's gotta, they gotta give Adam the thing. Que se apure, and, you know. que se apure. Put a pep in your step. Do you guys see the, um, do you have the ABC broadcast on the other TV? No, Stephen I think, A is sitting no, down with uh, Fat Joe, but Fat Joe is not fat anymore. No, he's like no, skinny no, Joe. No, he's yeah. been, yeah, he's Very been skinny. on it. Puerto Rican parade coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody's losing weight now. Except for me. So they're in commercial. They're in commercial break. How about we play the commercials now? We come right back. Yeah. Let's do that. Play the commercials. They're playing commercials for two minutes. Go. Go. All right. A little bonus coverage here of Sedano and Cap because we've played all the commercials and we're still waiting for the Lakers pick to be official here. But um, the reports out there are that it's going to be Jalen Hood Shafino of Indiana. We'll see if that's true or not. Heard it here first, folks. There's still some time. Um, Hood Shafino. I again, it's funny because you like I, him. I just told you I yep. watched him play a ton. Um, big kid, point guard type player, six six, six five six six. Yep. Um, good touch around the rim, excellent passer, um, incredible defender at that age. Mm-hmm. So, um, still could use some work on his shot. Right, yep. um, he he does pretty good from the mid range. He's going to need to be better from distance, but he's young. That'll come with time. Um, and not a great catch and shoot guy yet. Yeah, went so, to uh, Montverde Academy. Right. You know who he was working out with this before the draft? Who? <laughs> Paul George. It all comes back to Paul George today on this show. Yeah, so he was out here in California working out with different pros, one of them being Paul George. Yeah. Um, but I love him. I love him for the Lakers as like a developmental prospect yeah. because you can't teach floor floor vision. Here it is. Go ahead. With the 17th pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the Los Angeles Lakers select Jalen Hood Shafino from Indiana University. And what a week for Jalen Hood Shafino. He had his 20th birthday to celebrate on Monday. And then three days later, he is drafted into the NBA. 
He actually goes by Fino, and that's a nickname his mom gave him. And it's it's not just a nickname, it's an acronym for failure is not an option. His mom came up with that years ago. It's a motto that he repeats to himself. He was the first Indiana freshman with multiple 30-point games in a season since Eric Gordon in 2007-2008. He was named Big Ten Freshman of the Year, all Big Ten second team. And, and he really, he grew up playing with his mom, Adrian. He says that it took her a while to be able to beat her one-on-one. -on -one. She played at Lock Haven University, but now it is just about getting there, Jay. He is a big, strong, versatile point guard. He's excellent in pick and roll. Uh, he shoots well off the dribble. He's got the length at, with a 6'10 wingspan and the athleticism, I think, to be a very good defender. Uh, still needs to work on the consistency from the three-point line. He had a three-game streak where he was 16 of 37, but the rest of the season shot about 25% uh, from three-point range. But yeah, I wouldn't call him an incredibly explosive athlete, but he's athletic. His strength is a, is a big key for him. And, uh, and also a former player at the Jay Billis Skills Camp. Third player drafted out of that camp, by the way. Third player out of that camp that's been drafted. Not bad, Coach Jay. Look, look at Do what you. you can. You should be a scout. You know all the talent. I mean, you, you talk about his scoring. He's a versatile scorer, and he's extremely crafty with the ball. He's a crafty ball handler. He's got a really nice mid-range pull-up game off the dribble. And as we watch his shots here, he had a 35-point performance against Purdue, two 30-point performances this season. But my favorite thing about his game is the way he's able to distribute the basketball. 117 assists, fourth most by a freshman in Indiana history. And he delivers the ball off of the bounce. He doesn't have to pick it up and then pass it. He can take it right off the dribble, which I think will translate to the next level. This is the moment that he found out that he was headed to the Los Angeles Lakers. It's one of my favorite parts of the draft, just seeing the motion. It's literally watching in real time as dreams come true. And he is now with our Monica McNutt. Jalen, well, happy birthday. You had a birthday on Monday, and now you just got drafted. How would you describe this week? I mean, it's really hard to put it into words, but like right now, I, I don't even know really how I feel. It's just like a surreal feeling. Um, but I gotta give all thanks to the man above. Mom, Angel, you guys have this acronym for the last four letters of your last name. Failure is not an option. Tonight, your son achieves one of his dreams. How proud are you of him? So proud. So proud. How much do you thank your mom for helping you get here? I mean, my mom and my sister, they're my why. Um, just seeing like the sacrifices that they made when I was younger, um, now for it to all kind of pay off, I, mean, I can't really explain the feeling. I'm just, I'm just so thankful and you know, I appreciate them too, for sure. Ava, I saw that face, but now you get to bug your brother for whatever you want, okay? <laughs> Ava, Angel, Jalen, congratulations. Thank, Thank you, I appreciate you. you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, so there is uh, Jalen hood Shafino, the newest member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And, uh, you know, coached by Mike Woodson, a former NBA coach, head coach and assistant coach. So I think that stuff, I like that kind of stuff. When, Strong. If you're not going to the traditional college coach that gets guys into the league, I like going and playing for a guy that knows what the NBA game is. He got you there. You know what it's like. You were trained right. Uh, mentioned he worked out with Paul George. He had a good group around him. So going in there and that big body is good. So Woj is on the screen. What is he saying? Can we pot him up real quick? Uh, some not great interviews with teams over the last. Oh, he's talking month about another, another, okay. another, another somebody who's slipping in the draft. 
Um, all right. Well, yeah. Good work. Uh, I think I like that for the Lakers. Yeah, I I think that for the Lakers that makes a ton of sense. Again, a legit point guard prospect that can shoot in the mid range. Great passing. Great point of attack defense, which in the past has been a problem for the Lakers at times, particularly with D'Angelo Russell running the point. I'm not saying that uh, Jalen Hood Shafino is going to be running the point this season, um, but he's a guy that I think is more NBA ready than a lot of guys in this particular draft. We'll see if he gets some opportunity. I can't wait to see him at Summer League better. It'll be fun. That's a good, good picker for the Lakers right yeah, there. Yeah, I like that, and I'm curious to see what happens next. So, all right, we're done here. Excellent work, Diobeto. In for Cappy, AK's in tomorrow. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. You got a little extra bonus coverage there because of the Lakers pick. All right, we'll talk to you mañana at 4. See ya.